everyone, Lisa J here with another episode of No Pink Spandex, and we're back! Yes, we took a little break, because you know, people, holidays, people try to plan for staying in and cooking their own food, so yeah, that, that was a thing. <laughs> but I have a very, very cool set of people with me here today. I have Jeremy. Hello. I have Spy. Hey, hey. And Brandon. Hey, hey. All right, fellas, how y'all doing? How y'all, how y'all feeling? Yeah, you know, I know it was a minute, you know, that you didn't get to speak to me. So I know it's been a while. You know, I know you, I know you miss me. Don't, don't, please don't all talk at once. I don't all talk at once. It's okay. I, it's right. I figured we were all dancing in the streets for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we have some things to talk about there have been some things that have transpired since we last met and if you have not listened to our special that just uh was released before this wonderful episode it was our extended q a from our 15th anniversary episode so you got to know a little bit more about us and our take two reminiscing of all things no pink spandex and power rangers and and it was great i I was like oh i was going down memory like oh yeah that was actually awesome too oh look we did so much together so you can go listen to that and we also have wonderful people here who do other things beyond no pink spandex so brandon pimp your stuff (laughs) (laughs) well you guys we, I, take two. Okay, take two. Um, <laughs> me and my podcast. I have. I run a podcast called Tribune of the Grid with two other wonderful people, Lena and Will. Um, we just reached five thousand followers on Instagram. What? I'm very excited. I'm like, yay! That may not sound a lot to some people, but that sounds that's great for us because <laughs> we've been struggling, child. Ooh, it was a struggle to get this thing Look, on the ground. I remember but, hey, y'all. I remember y'all at three hundred. Okay. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> so, congratulations. So we here. Thank you. Thank you. We here. And um, we are also approaching our 50th episode. So we're excited about that too. So, and we also have a cool little interview coming down the line. So a lot of cool stuff is about to happen before the end of this year. Good for you. I'm so happy. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So where's the link? Well, who, where can people find you? Oh yes, the link is <laughs> the link is linktr.ee forward slash tribune of the grid, and you'll have all of our links there where you can follow and subscribe. Fabulous and spy, pimp your stuff. I mean, Brandon is not the only popular cat in this town. Oh God! <laughs> Join, <laughs> me. Join me on Instagram.com slash Jonathan Custis and be one of the uh, high 900s of my followers. <laughs> Yo, like my headphones, my headphones snapped and, and then for a moment I couldn't hear nothing. I'm just like, whoops, that's how much I was cackling. Okay, go oh ahead, continue. <laughs> Oh, I'm done with my spiel. <laughs> oh, you're done with your spiel? You 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 linked you, you Jonathan Custis Instagram, follow yes. him, and all them other things. Okay, cool. Uh, Jeremiah. <laughs> Listen, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> hey, Daddy O. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you, 
you can find me on all of the social medias at uh, Captain underscore subpar. It is a combination Power Rangers pictures and pictures of my adorable niece. Lots of good stuff like that because uh, I'm just too proud to be an uncle. It's just, I'm just it's, it's, it's embarrassing how proud I am. Uh, the cuteness, um, cuteness overload. Right? Despite getting my je- you know, genes from my <laughs> side of the family, she's still cute. It's insane. Um, you can also find me at uh, Captain Subpar's Toy Reviews on YouTube. Uh, I am planning on starting a new series. I am going to be reviewing old school Super Sentai. I've been watching mm-hmm. a lot of them with a lot of free time I've had on my hands recently. So I'm going to be talking about them, including all of their uh, questionable decisions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that were okay. not appropriate in the 70s and 80s. I'll just leave it at that for now. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'll be uh, doing a little scripted series there where I review the Sentais, and I'm going to start with Jacker. Smash that like button. <laughs> Comment below. Subscribe. Holla at um... your boy. Yeah, and <laughs> and of course, thank you for downloading and listening to this episode of No Pink Spandex. I thank each and every one of you, and I especially thank the new folks who have found us. Uh, there are new people finding us every day, so thank you. Welcome. Welcome aboard, please. Okay, so we're on all the socials at No Pink Spandex, Google Schmoogle. All right, let's get on to... It's really just kind of like a potpourri of many things that have been happening in the past two weeks. So first things first, let me tell I think Jeremy, Jeremy's the one that pointed this out in yes. our chat. Yo, our boy, John Tui is all up in this new television show by none other than The Rock. Hello. What? So it's called Young Rock, and it's a new comedy series that is set to come out uh, next year. February. February. Oh, February. Sweet. An mm-hmm. actual NBC, right? Not like yes. Peacock or... Okay. So. Okay. This is amazing because he's playing one of the uncles. Is that what he's doing? Yes. There's the uh, the Wild Samoans, Afa and Sika. I mm. believe he is playing Sika, I want to say. But yes, because for those who don't know, um, you know, the Rock is half Black, half Samoan, and the Samoans, the NOIE family, like all of them were in wrestling. Just every single one of them. So he's playing an actual, like, person. It's not like a fictionalized family. Yes, like this picture, it shows Afan Sika, Young Rock, his mom, his dad. They've already cast, like, Andre the Giant, the Iron Sheik. All these oh, wow. characters. Oh, real? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Well, because I mean, The Rock's dad was a wrestler, and then his grandpa on his other side of his family was a wrestler, so he grew up around all of the wrestlers. That's hilarious. But th- yeah, like Im- immediately, I was just like, I am watching this show. Like, yes. first off, uh, gotta support you know black folk, right? So watching this show, then the Samoan side you just don't see that on television unless they are in gangs in some like C D E F G rated you know uh, level like movie or whatever and I'm just like nah B like this is this this looks actually cool so I'm excited mm-hmm. Hawaii Five O. that was a thing yeah it, it that's a remake <laughs> <laughs> but it was decent. It's a remake. It's a remake. 
So, but yes, employed a lot of um, Pacific Islanders. Yes. However, comma, I'm glad that this is an original. I mean, yes, based on his life, of course, but something that's not a remake, (laughs) you know? So, and it's on NBC. So that's great. That's great. Which, by the way, I'm not going to lie. I know this is a tangent, but the Peacock experience has been quite nice, actually. I I used it to watch um, uh, the reboot of Saved by the Bell. And at first, the trailers for the reboot do not do it justice. It does not. At all. It it kind of depicts it as a completely different show than what the show is. So it, I, I was, I was, I was entertained. Okay. So for the folks who are into dark humor in a sense, I mean, that's the only way I can put it. Like, yo, go peep Saved by the Bell. And honestly, a lot of us who watch Power Rangers were just like Saved by the Bell with like martial arts. So get, Basically. get, get half of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay anywho listen yeah i was cackling that show is funny to me it was hilarious so yeah but i'm looking forward to it young rock february 2021 on nbc okay and the big john Tui energy i'm here mm-hmm. for it all right Heck yeah so uh other things that we're gonna go over that has dates and things that are upcoming i'll start with beast morphers so we are rounding the corner for beast morphers the series to end in the united states and we just saw the 18th episode crunch time and we have two more to go the finale two more to go so source code airing on december 5th and evox unleash airing on december 12th okay we almost here you guys it, it's been a long time <laughs> but we and are they, almost and they've aired all of the holiday specials didn't they air them yeah they aired them last year right okay because there weren't any this yeah time, right no there no. weren't any holiday specials this time no right. because it was the the um the bad the, clip show and the other one um the boxed uh, in the, the boxed in was the olympics one yeah, the and, then, oh, and then making the bad was part of the, um, what you call it, the team up, right? Yeah, so. making bad dubbing, yeah, yeah, making bad dubbing. So, <laughs> so yeah, we are we are almost here. We're almost done. Okay, and dang, yeah. So get that in your brain for when after the twelfth, yeah, we 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 can spoil all the things come on you guys like i mean like you if you didn't watch then you've had you've had quite some time because if you're an adult listening to this show you've had quite some time to access ways of watching the show earlier okay let's just just be, be real i'm just amazed how people don't get spoiled because we got spoiled on something else these last couple weeks with the uh, the comic books. Oh, you guys did. I did you not. Have, you are the only one that does not know yet. Right. I am. So, speaking of comics, we got some dates and things that are coming out in the next few weeks. Jeremiah. Yes. Uh, by the time this episode drops, the uh, round, uh, on or around the 2nd, we will be having 
second printings of Mighty Morphin number one with new covers, especially a new Dan Moore cover. Get it in there. Get All yourself right. some uh, a Dan Moore Zordon cover. Um, and then the following week, December 9th, we will be having Mighty Morphin number two, followed right after the next week, December 16th, uh, Power Rangers number two. So just the next three weeks, there's just Power Rangers comics to buy every single week. Every single, and I feel like there's stuff that's coming out all the way up to the end of 2020. I feel like <laughs> there's some volume situation. I don't know. Like it just feels like every week there's something coming out for Power Rangers. But yeah, one of the covers that wasn't gonna come out until was it was it Power Rangers four or three it's, or something? It's Power Rangers four. So okay, what it is is Power Rangers number one has a variant cover of all seven rangers counting you know the season two re uh, replacement rangers and they're all holding their helmets yes in front of their chest yes. and you can see the heads of the six rangers and then right at the bottom is the the new green ranger but he's holding his helmet in front of his face so you can't see him right well issue four has the same variant but he's holding his helmet down so you can see his face and unfortunately that cover along with another one um with like the green ranger with his helmet broken have been leaked online so we know definitively who the new green ranger is again y'all know i definitively don't uh, yes. <laughs> i mean i think they i figured it was gonna be a guy they, i mean the whole <laughs> rabbit hole of it being a girl that wasn't yet yeah, no and that i didn't figure i was gonna but. say i i i i accidentally stumbled upon it on twitter and then Spy sought it out, and then like two seconds later, Brandon accidentally got spoiled. <laughs> I needed to know. The <laughs> anger. The <laughs> anger I experienced. Literally, I opened my my Tribunal of the Great Tribunal of the Great Instagram page and bam, right there. I'm like, you've gotta be kidding me. That is yep. hilarious. Yeah, no. No I, heading, no nothing. I have not. And in fact, there were a couple of times where I, I was like, oh, oh, oh. So I, I bobbed and weaved. I did. And I haven't been spoiled yet. So, you know, the uh, so talk of it has died down. And so I don't expect to be spoiled until we get closer to when it's coming out. But uh, Yeah, I was going to say, like, if it's on the cover for number four, I would assume it happens in issue three which means you right. have like five or six more weeks to, to dodge and weave. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. I'll be fine. Like, uh, it, it'll be all right. So, um, yeah, but I, but yeah, man, like Jared swore up and down that I'm going to get spoiled. And I'm just like, I, I haven't. And let me tell y'all, if, if I do get spoiled, I will let y'all know. I will be mad. <laughs> I mean, if anybody out out there wants to post it in the comments section of the post for this episode, Ooh, no. oh my god, <laughs> that's cruel! Wow. So I'll just lock the comment section, and uh, that's it. Set. Slide into Lisa's DMs. <laughs> Won't be checking my DMs. So there you go. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, look, listen, uh, for those who have been spoiled, I am so sorry that you guys have been. You know, comics sometimes does this. They, in order to sell their, to sell their books, they give you, hey, what's up? <laughs> you know? And a lot of the, a lot of the um, 
for people who get that information ahead of time in order to put it in their inventories to sell said books, I mean, they put it up on their sites and that's, it is what it is. And so it's unfortunate, but um, yeah, anybody who spoils it for me, I'm going to come after you. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. But speaking of some spoilerization that happened many moons ago, we finally did get the cover of the Mighty Morphin slash Power Rangers number one limited edition hardcover on Oh, this is Amazon. the original spoiler. I forgot all about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the OG spoiler. You know what I mean? So uh, I just had it up here. Give me a second. Here we go. Yeah, this is the OG, OG spoiler. Uh, it is now uh, available for pre-order for twenty four ninety nine, And there is a nice, you know, gray scale uh, cover situation. And yeah. Um, let's read it again for people in the back. Just, you know, here we go. Uh, let me see. Tommy Oliver, the white... Mighty Morphin Power Ranger has formed a new team of Power Rangers, including the all-new Green Ranger. But who is under the mask, and what does that mean for the future of the team? And the Omega Rangers embark on a new mission to save the universe from the unimaginable threat of the Imperials. But they'll need to bring the last person they ever wanted, the villainous Lord Traken. Dun-dun-dun! Can their longtime enemy be trusted, or is he playing an even more dangerous game of his own? So, man, I remember the time when we found that out. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, Scandalized. Boy. But it, we ended up living, we ended up surviving, and we, we, are, still, or we are still enjoying the comic. Okay, so... Surprisingly enjoying it. <laughs> you see? Seriously. Mm-hmm. So again, you can get it, you can pre-order it on Amazon. That is going to come out April 20th, uh, 2021. So that will be in comic shops April 14th, I believe, if I am correct. Yes, I am. Uh, Yeah, April 14th, it'll be in comic shops. So you can pick and choose what you would like to do. I like to avoid Rona, so I (laughs) (laughs) pre-order that's just me okay um and that link will be in the show notes all right um anything else for dates things coming out before we move on to our next discussion great so before we do that you know i just i just talked about amazon because amazon let me tell y'all something when I say that I buy almost everything from Amazon, I am not lying. I literally, my mom is literally being like, all right, make sure, you know, that you put this in the cart, that in the cart, that in the cart, put that in the cart. And <laughs> I already know what she's talking about. Like, I, she doesn't even have to say what cart it is because it's Amazon. So what you can do to help support us, it's bookmark nop.ink slash Amazon and bookmark it anytime you go to amazon you click on it you do your shopping and then you can buy within 24 hours what you need and then a little bit of change comes back to us to help support the wonderfulness that is no pink spandex so you think 
I'm just gonna buy Power Ranger stuff. No, you don't have to do that. You can buy almost anything that you want on there, okay? Like, legit. Like, we got these Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday sales, weeks after Cyber Monday, Cyber Friday, Cyber Tuesday, everything Cyber, okay? So, they're gonna be having deals all the way up till Christmas. So, you know that you're gonna, gonna have to get on there and get on them deals and use our link to do so nop.ink slash amazon like i have bought tvs computers tablets Probably uh, a new gift list. <laughs> <laughs> people on your gift list you know how easy it is to put together a gift list boom 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 and then just put in the address ship it to them and know that they and especially if you got the prime if you got that prime like it'll be shipped to them within about two days depending we are still in rona season but depending right so it's just an ease of mind <laughs> to know that you don't have to think about going out there getting in line and getting all these presents and stuff for people just put it in the court put it in the cart ship it over to your friends and fam and and take three nop dot <laughs> ink slash amazon bookmark it to all right let us talk about something that has been perturbing me okay and in fact i want to ask one of my fellow co-hosts to do a little bit of reenactment okay Uh so uh-oh. We have Uh-oh. CEO. <laughs> Y'all are funny. <laughs> we have CEO of Boom Studios, Ross Ritchie, who recently posted on his Instagram a bit of a open letter, if you will, to the fans of Power Rangers. Now, to be fair, the fans of Power Rangers have grown, right? As comics are getting better as there is more notoriety and there's a little then there are more people who are casual fans might be uh attaching themselves to like yeah i used to love that show let me like check this out or check that out let me check out this game or whatever so there might be a growth in our community okay but he had a little something to say on his Instagram titled, You say, hire me to write Power Rangers. I say no. It's the best pep rally cheer I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> hire me. No. Hire me. No. No. <laughs> so, I would like for one of us to be Ross. And then one of us to be the wet behind the ears fan who just wants their shot. Don't all of y'all jump at once. (laughs) (laughs) Be the master of deplorables. Oh. Hmm. How about Brandon? He's you are the the actor of our of our group. Well, he can do both roles because he's an actor. Wow. So you want me to just, you want me to just talk to myself the entire time? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Okay. I'll be the I'll be I'll be the fan. Okay. Okay. And you will be Ross. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Do do you have your copy? Do you have your script? I I do. I do. Okay. Ahem. 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 Let me get into character. Okay. Okay. All right. This is me first. Okay. Yes. Hire me to write Power Rangers. No. What? You... You're so mean. What, what? Why don't you give me a chance? You're rude to Brian Parrott, the current writer of Power Rangers and his twin series, Mighty Morphin. He's do- he is doing an excellent job, and the series is selling record numbers for the franchise. You're saying you want me to fire a writer who is delivering, and delivering in a big way, to hire a complete unknown? But I work for free. I don't want anyone to work for free. Work is work. You should be paid. This is not an inducement. But all I need is for someone to just give me a chance. That could be true. But it's not my job to give you your first big break. My job is to make enough money to keep the 47 people at Boom Studios employed. And that means Ryan Parrott, who did all the hard work and delivered amazing results, should keep the job he earned. And then he goes on to say, since I began this Instagram account... I have been buried in random strangers demanding that I hire them to write Power Rangers. Uh, And then you can finish off. Oh, I'm finishing. Okay. Uh, Since I... Oh, yeah. No, thank you. No disrespect to anyone's aspirations. But stop asking. The answer is unambiguous and unmoving. No. I'm sure I'll get six more requests next week, and this post will make someone argue with me in direct messaging. See, this is why Spy and I read the sides. <laughs> Don't volunteer for your future. <laughs> wow. My last audition did not get me the job. <laughs> I, I don't oh. know that though. That role hasn't been announced yet. We have we haven't seen a little circle of face in it yet. I'm just being coy. <laughs> See you in New Zealand, buddy. <laughs> so okay, spy is orb. Good girl, bye. So <laughs> so this has been the most direct that I have seen. I mean, we have seen. I'm gonna back it up. There has been a history of execs uh, either interacting with fans or making public statements to fans about like how it works, how the business works, how the industry works. And so there have been some execs being like, bruh, no, like I couldn't even read your script, even if you wanted to send it to me. No, I cannot. Right. So we've we've seen that. Okay, so now that Hasbro announced the the new iteration, the new move to kind of broaden our franchise with Jonathan Entwistle helming this new reboot universe, whatever that is, and Brian Edward Hill, who is the writer of the upcoming Power Rangers movie in this reboot universe, whatever that is. And then uh, Ryan Parrott is still uh, writing the current uh, Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers comics. Okay. There has been this public (laughs) 
announcements from each of these people. I don't think Jonathan had whistle. I think he just laughed at like, he commented on like one of the posts, whatever. But there have been these public declarations of Barah. Don't message me to be in a movie. Don't message me to read your script. Don't message me that to write for the comics when when you're some rando. Like I don't I don't have no. No. Okay? So I would like to know your thoughts on this. Um I think that uh amongst and it's not just this fandom. There are plenty of fandoms like this with fans who act like this but there is something called professionalism and the fact of the matter is that you have to let your talent speak first and foremost if you want a job then you put your work out there and someone finds finds you or you just put your resume out like the idea of just begging is just one of the most ridiculous things I have ever seen in my life like nobody gets anything by begging because you're basically saying i don't think i have the talent to do this i think you should just give it to me you know like and it's very frustrating because i feel like this this fandom as a whole um we struggle to be taken seriously um Mm -hmm. because it is a kids franchise and i i know um you know from my personal struggles as well that a lot of the people who are fans of power rangers do have some issues when it comes to social interaction or understanding what it is like to have professional conversations. And it's not always an easy thing, but I think the most important thing is that you have to be willing to take advice on board. And when somebody says something like this, you have to take it at face value. You have to read it and you have to understand it. Like he said, some he's probably going to get six more messages. And unfortunately, that's true. It's probably going to happen because these people don't understand these very basics of how to be in an industry. Like this, in, especially industries like this, like it is not easy. It is not something where handouts um, are very common. So if you don't have the talent and if you aren't willing to go through the proper channels, then I don't think this is for you. Agreed. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, especially now with, with the new age that we're in with the tech age and everything, it's so easy to get your stuff out there now. Whereas a lot of times with these people who are already in the game, they went through a very rigorous like time. I mean, (laughs) like it was very difficult, I'm sure for them to get their stuff out there. And now with the digital age, it's so easy you know, to just, you know, create a fan fiction or to create a comic or or whatever and just post it and put it out there. Um, so the thing is, you kind of have your work cut out for you in a sense. So like Jared said, you know, this idea of, oh, just, you know, please do this for me. It's literally, it's literally a handout. Like it's literally you're asking for, oh, can you please just, you know, give me this job? And it's like, well, literally the work is done for you. Like you can just put it up and millions of people will see it. So, you know, like, just do the things that you, like, like, like you said, go through the proper channels, do the things you have to do and get your stuff out there. It's literally that easy. Yeah. And like, I I want to add on to that, like Kyle Higgins and Ryan Parrott aren't two 
diehard Power Ranger fans who begged Boom Studios to let them do this job. They're two writers who had previous experience writing other things that had good buzz around them and Boom was willing to take a chance on them because they thought that they, they wanted to bring them in. They said, oh, you might be a good fit for Power Rangers. You know, and then afterwards, they did the legwork. They re they researched the, the franchise. They understood the characters and then they started to write them to a degree where it felt like they have been fans their entire lives watching every single episode. So that's typically what happens in this industry. Everybody has like favorite characters or whatever, but the way to get noticed again is to write something good. And then eventually somebody sees you and says, Oh, you have experience. You've proven your worth. Okay. I'm going to come get you like very, very few people end up writing their dream franchise from day one. Like right. it just doesn't happen. Facts. You know, like, and, and honestly, in a lot of cases, like diehard fans aren't the best people to write this, that thing because they get bogged down in minutia or they feel like that their unbelievable knowledge of it is the same level of knowledge that every single fan has. So then they write like too specific to the diehards or stuff like that. Like, there's so much more behind this where you end up proving yourself as a varied writer or as a writer who can do something from scratch or as a writer who can take something that's well known and bring it to the masses. Like there is so much more behind it. And again, these people just think that, oh, I like Power Rangers, so I should be able to write Power Rangers. And a lot of these people sending these messages, like the messages that they send have like 90 typos in them. <laughs> and I'm like, what? How are you going to get hired to write this if you can't write one complete sentence? Like, ugh, unbelievable. And I don't want to sound harsh and I don't want to sound mean, but I also want to sound realistic. And these people that are begging are not being realistic. And that is the main thing they need to take on board. On a regular, in my DMs, my being the no pink spandex accounts that span all the social medias okay i the number one dm that i get are people who just dm hi is that right <laughs> yeah so then what am i supposed to do with that like what like i don't know you i don't know where you i we've never talked and then you dm hi Okay, so therein, I'm just like, I don't know what to do with that, so I'm not going to answer you. The next set of DMs that I get on a regular are for people who either tag me in their photos or um, want me to promote something of theirs, right? Can you share this? Can you share this? Can you share that? And half of them I don't even, not even half, like most of them I don't even respond to because... Again, I don't know you, and I also, if it doesn't stand out to me being this is exceptional, then I'm not going to post it. I mean, and it's no offense to you or to you personally, it's just that there wasn't any rapport beforehand in order to say, hey... I really appreciate your work or hey you know I, I i at least let me notice you commenting on certain things that we've done or repost certain things or whatever so then the people who do reach out 
at the very least, you know, I'll respond to them and be like, oh yeah, I actually recognize this name. Okay, fine. They seem decent enough. And if they want me to promote their stuff, I'm just like, well, I'm not going to promote it right now, but like, you know, um, good luck to you or whatever. It's not, they're not going to take it personally. Like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm a failure and she is denying me. It's just, you know, I'm not going to promote this particular thing, but Hey, listen, you know, this is a, continue conversation it's it's not a problem and so even with that me little old me gets so many dms <laughs> like that it's just like i i i it's no offense but that's not not most of them i'm not gonna respond to because you didn't really take the time to even say hey all right how can i cultivate this so that in the event that I actually do have something to promote, the likelihood that she'll promote it. Because it just seems like you just want to talk to me because you want to promote something and not because you actually enjoy what we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I... Okay, so, that's just a little old me. People who run actual, like, real businesses and things, you know, <laughs> like... It like can you imagine? It's and so add up, yeah. it, I mean, and this is Boom Studios. Boom Studios is not a DC or Marvel, so you can imagine them being bombarded at what well, at before before Corona, like at conventions or whatever, right? So, just to give a little bit of perspective, okay? A lot of these writers that you see, they have agents, okay? So, um, I, artists are different. And I, you know, it's a little bit different there, but like a lot of them already have their own agents or have written on other things or so like there is a proof of work that is like, oh, not only are you able to come up with a cohesive product, but you're able to, I've seen that you have been collaborating with others on a particular project or particular projects. There is something that is of proof saying that they're competent. Okay, let us have this person work on this, right? And they are in the business of selling books, okay? If you didn't realize, we are in a pandemic. And if you didn't realize at the top of the pandemic, hello, comic book industry was not looking good now it's picked up now uh i think according to ross ritchie he said that comic book sales are up they sold more comic books in 2020 than they did 2019 which really? i'm like okay <laughs> great well yeah no i guess you know a lot of people are home and like okay well, i was gonna you know. say like like literature in general is selling better this year yeah. just because of the pandemic Right. Once they figured out the distribution issues or whatever, because I remember for a while they, it was like people, shut down. Right, right, and once people just figured out their lives, they're like, okay, all right, so <laughs> let's re, let's how let's figure out what is going on with my finances or whatever, right? So, uh, and the, the people who are able, right, to who were already able to buy stuff with disposable income before the pandemic, and they're able to stay home and work. They're not traveling anywhere. So that money has to, it's sitting. So it's going to go to uh, entertainment that is at home. So whether it be your Netflixes, your streaming uh, services, uh, and and of course, other things that will entertain you at home, which would be books. So 
I'm not surprised. So you, so even with that, you have to think that this is still a business. Now, some people took to offense of like, well, you know, fans is how you got here. Yes, people depend upon fans in order to consume the content that they provide. Of course. However, comma, the way in which you go about trying to get your dream job is not sliding into somebody's DMs. It's not likely. You don't do that. It's not something that happens. A lot of these people, like I said before, have agents, <laughs> you know, or if they don't, there's other um, professional ways in which they were able to get on a book. So all of that to say, I wanted to, I wanted this to be something where we kind of educate folks who are new in, or who want to get into the industry or who even want to try and maybe not write for Power Rangers, but maybe write for something else, whatever. Do, this is not, this is not Ross Ritchie telling you, you will never write for Power Rangers, Okay. I mean, it was a little catchy little situation to get your attention. It worked. Awesome. This is something to say that you are able and capable of writing for publications and for things that you want to, but you have to show the work first. You have to be consistent in showing the work. So, for example, if you've written fan fiction in the past and and you want to, you know, gussy that up and actually polish it, maybe send it to an, an actual editor and see what can be done and what can be tweaked and whatever. Gussy that up. Okay, well, does this, does this fan fiction work as a f- novel or does it work as a graphic novel? Does it work as a webcomic? Does it work something? You have to Put the work in so that you yourself are giving yourself reasonable deadlines and you're collaborating with others and presenting that work on the internet. Internet's free. Well, eh, free-ish. <laughs> you know, like presenting that online and you keep presenting polished work. So that might be a fan fiction. Then the next, then be the next time that you actually have a create your own situation, and, or maybe you are collaborating with another friend of yours on their project, and then you're able to add those things to show that you are able to not only work with others but take notes and be reliable. And here's the other thing, because I think we brought up Ryan, right? Yes. Because first of all, I loved because when I tweeted out the thing, I love how he <laughs> quoted my tweet, and it was a gif of the boy on a on a school bus, and then he's walking uh, down the aisle and he's looking for a seat, and then one of the other boys look at him, and then the caption says "seats taken." He was I was just like, "That's right." So first of all, you're not going to be riding from Mighty Morphin or Power Rangers right now because Ryan Parrott's doing the damn thing. So that's not happening. Okay. So let's just put that into perspective. And what you also shouldn't be doing is reaching out to Ryan Parrott's family through his Instagram account, finding his family members to ask if you can, let me see. Let me see. What did he say? He said, that's what happens when someone calls one of your family members about the Ranger movie. I'm like, 
What are you doing? What are you doing? Now that's some stalkerization situation and I will lock you up. Lock you up. Okay? So that's what you don't do. Don't do that. Okay? Don't reach out to these writers, NTD executives, DM. Don't reach out to their family members. Don't do that. That's exactly what you don't do. And that's exactly how you end up not getting what you want. That's how you end up not getting any job ever in the field. <laughs> right? Right? Like they'll always remember that dude or that chick being like, yo, like that person called my mama. Like don't ever hire her or don't ever hire yeah. him like come no, on for real and just like how amazing would it be if if you put out such such good work like you put you turn out this work you do your best you put it out there for the world to see that one of these companies actually wants you like they come for you you don't have to come for them like th- that sort of stuff happens when you prove your worth like nobody nobody is is you know like beating down doors wanting to hire somebody who's been stalking them in their dms like it doesn't work like that you know like you have like i i just i don't know like i i think the other thing that really bugs me is i've seen this this so many times with um with friends and stuff in the industry like this where it's people say that do this sort of thing where they're like, Oh, I want to, I want to, I want this job. You should give it to me, blah, blah, blah. And then someone politely says no. And then he says, says, and they say, well, uh, I, I didn't mean to talk to you like that because I, I, I have, I have meant, I have a mental illness or oh, because yeah. I'm on the spectrum or something like that. You know, like you always hear that all the time. And I'm, I'm saying this as somebody who a hundred percent is on the spectrum and who has definitely had issues in the past with with accepting who he is and that's that when you are on the spectrum the the best thing you can do for yourself and for others and to move things forward is to accept that part of who you are and to use that as an explanation and not an excuse because it is so easy to lean on that as a crutch I know I have made a million and one mistakes in my life and I'm going to make a million and one more that are all because of that part of me. I know that I have social issues as a result of that, but I endeavor on a daily basis to try to make that part of who I am and to learn from my mistakes and to get better. I know I'm never going to be as savvy as most people, I've accepted that fact. When you sit here and you use it as a crutch, it's no different than when you beg for a job. It's you have these issues and you're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy because you've decided that because of these issues that you can't do anything, so you're not going to try to do anything, so you're just going to beg for everything. And that gets you absolutely nowhere, and all it really does is end up losing you people around you in the long run. And it ends up losing you any opportunities that you would have. Anybody that might have some sort of, you know, like empathy for you and may, might want to help you along the way. If you end up becoming just, you know, some user and abuser who has every excuse in the world, like it doesn't, it just doesn't do anything. It doesn't move anything forward. It just digs you in a deeper pit. So like to these people, like I, I do empathize on a, on a certain level with them. I understand that they don't know what they're doing. But at the same time, when someone tells you what to do, take it on board. It's up to you to take it on board. Like they've given you all of the information, all of the tools that you need. 
whether you use them or not, there's no other excuse out there. There's no on the spectrum. There's no anything. You choose to use that or you choose not to. And from that point forward, it's all on you. And on that, to like piggyback a little bit on that, um, Ross Ritchie himself has a YouTube channel and he not only interviews other creators, but he also gives advice uh, to artists, to writers who want to get into the business. So there are so many, there are so many resources for people, whether it's podcasts, uh, YouTube channels, uh, Instagram, uh, IGTV, all of that. There are so many resources for people who want to learn how to get into the industry, how hard it is, but how you can maneuver your ways to have a better chance at getting noticed. Uh, because it is, it's yes, it, part of it is talent. Part of it is knowing how to work with others, but also part of it is being, being in those spaces where things happen, right? So if you think about it, right? If you are on a CEO's Instagram and you are commenting on there, do you want the first um, impression of you on there to be like, well, you know, like, you know, it's about the fans too, you know? So like, so like, just remember, like the fans actually like help you, you know, to have your business or whatever. Like, is that the first impression that you want this person to have of you? Think about what you post online, what you at reply to people, because you never know who's reading it and be like, wait, who is this? Who is this person? Oh, this person wants to like actually be like this person calls himself a writer, or whatever. Uh, yeah, but he came from my neck, though. So I don't know, because we have discussed about this before. People not only choose on talent but they think about who they have to work with possibly at minimum for like the next three to six months okay and then and then if you actually get a book to write for years so first things first it's like do i want to work with this person (laughs) okay for an extended period of time is this person going to give me a headache? Is this person going to give me trouble? Right? And a lot of times that comes first before the talent. Because you could be talented as hell. But if they can't stand you, they're like, it's not worth it. Well, we- yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're uh, Ross Ritchie, what is he, he's sitting there probably thinking, okay, what's going to happen next month? I'm going to be like, hey. I need the script to issue number four. What are you going to do? Be like, oh, but oh, I was hoping somebody else would do it for me. I hope you just do it for me. Or, oh, here's another excuse for why I can't get it done. Like, like, how am I supposed to expect you to meet a deadline when you're sitting out here begging for things and, and you just expect other people to do it for you? Like, that's not professional. Like, this is, this is, a, this is a real-ass industry where you got to get stuff done. You got to get it done on time. Like, I need to see some responsibility out, out of you saying you should give me this job because I'm a fan. Like, what is that? What, what sort of impression does that give? And he uh, he said that he was currently interviewing writers right now. He's currently interviewing writers. So while he's saying no, <laughs> while he's, he was just like, boy, <laughs> no to you. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm currently interviewing writers. So even with that, do you even have, are you able to see that comment? Because this is in his comments. Are you able to see that comment? And are you prepared? Are you ready? Do you have, do you know the ways in which to get that interview with uh, Boom Studios in order to write? Because they don't publicize that on their website. Yeah, sure. They ask for, um, on their, on their website, they're like, yes, if you're an artist, um, yeah, feel free to, uh, submit your portfolio and, you know, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it or something. I, it's something way nicer than I'm saying, <laughs> but, um, but they don't have anything for writers because they know better. They're like, don't writers don't send us nothing. We can't even read it if we wanted to. So stop, don't even do it. So like, how do you get that interview with a boom with a image with the idw with like all these other properties that are not marvel necessarily marvel and dc right how do you get that interview and that's what you have to research and that's what you have to um that's what you have to cultivate for yourself in order to get you into those right spaces some of these people who have been writing and this is not just Kyle or, or, or Ryan, have been in these spaces for years. Years. And they're not that much older than us. In fact, they're about our age. <laughs> you know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you know how old we are, me, me, me and Jeremiah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> then, you know, like you can just imagine how long that it'll take or it could take for somebody else who is brand new to this in order to start getting recognition or, or, or getting a little bit buzzed like, Oh yeah, you know, I, I know Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, you know, he, he was able to do yada, yada, yada girl, you know, that uh, girl, you know, about Karen, the good one, not, no, not the other Karen, the good one. You know what I'm saying? She was able to do yada, yada, yada. So all of that to say, Please, there are resources, honestly, like there are podcasts or whatever. Google Schmoogle, okay? Google Schmoogle. There are so many different conventions that have panels on their um, YouTube channels about how to get into the industry, how to write, how to write, how to write, how to write, how to write. There are so many writing <laughs> uh, podcasts and and uh, and videos. Please do not slide into people's DMs. Just don't. Just don't. Um. Just don't. Okay? Okay. Yes. Do the appropriate legwork, and then one day you too might be able to write the inevitable Lord Dragon solo series. <laughs> but what we not going to do is not get off this podcast without talking about the Spectrum series. What? Why? Barely any toys have come out. Let me tell you about the Spectrum series, child. Okay. Last thing of the last thing of the on the docket. Okay. So before uh, it was yes, yeah, so long ago we've talked about toys, but we were talking about like okay, these two packs are coming out and and things are about to get shipped and this and whatever, and then the Spectrum series was just like, hey, now we just gonna f it up for all of y'all. <laughs> We's gonna be out in Target early. Yeah, and the collection's gonna be bigger than we thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's the problem here. 
because uh, we were led to believe, thanks to our last Fan First Friday, that Mm -hmm. the Spectrum series was for the main wave. Those four individual figures. Right. Which is like, you know, fine. Okay, they're probably going to keep doing that going forward. Maybe Target will have both versions available and you got to go hunt them down, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then like a week or so ago, I see a post on Twitter and someone's like, look at that. I went to Target and I got myself some Spectrum series uh, pumpkin wrapper and King Sphinx. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then uh, a few minutes later, I went to Target and I got myself a Spectrum series Astronomer Andros and, and Blue Ranger SPD two packs. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? With this friggin' on the spectrum series that I am so. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! That I am so done with. And he's the only one that can make that joke. Yes, I am allowed to make that joke because it's half a joke, half serious. So I'm going to say it's a spectrum, and anybody could say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. I mean, okay, I'll say the good first. The good first is for someone like me, this has made a somewhat difficult decision very easy for me. Because when I was looking at the the four basic figures, I was like, oh, part of me really wants to get both versions of them, especially because with the regular versions, I only need to buy three instead of four because I already have a Tommy White Ranger. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know, I don't know. But then I see this, which... All of the Spectrum series combined right now is, you know, $220 plus tax. Wow. Like, the idea of dropping that twice yeah. is just, it's a non-starter for me. So, Are you someone that collects and keeps things in a box? Is that what you're after? Um, I keep I the do. box. I keep the box. Like, with these figures, I pull the figures out and I display them. And then I'll keep all the weapons. I'll put them all in, like, a Ziploc baggie and throw it back mm-hmm. in the box and keep the box nice. so and then you know what if i ever move my display or display gets too big whatever i might end up putting them all back in the box but no i'm not i'm not throwing any of the boxes away um but so my issue with this is that for someone like me who is on the spectrum or for people who just have ocd or anything like that and the truth of the matter is that there is a lot of carryover with that sort of concept and people who collect in general Again, this isn't everybody. Obviously, there's a lot of fans who aren't like that, but it is a very, you know, the the Venn diagram, there's a lot of overlap with those two concepts. And I feel like releasing everything in the Spectrum series like that is in some ways slightly predatory of that mindset because they know people have that mindset. They This is Hasbro. They've been making Transformers and Star Wars and all that stuff for years. They know those types of fans exist. And I think what really is annoying is that this is the easiest way to make more money. Like we were talking about, you know, doing the re-releases, but then you do this where you're literally putting all of these same figures just in slightly different packaging Mm -hmm. to the point where I don't even think this was initially their thought. Because when we had, like I said, when we had the Fan First Friday, we just had the four basic figures and we have all this alternate art, but they didn't even bother to do alternate art for Pumpkin Wrapper. Like, they couldn't get it done, I guess, in time, maybe. I, I don't know. That That's speculation. But 
it's really annoying when you see all of these figures like there isn't a single figure i can really think of where people couldn't find at least one error or obvious missing paint or something's upside down you know something like that like we see all of these many many little errors in these figures and they can't be bothered to fix those they can make excuses about diamonds on the chest for tommy which again we all know was a bunch of crap mm-hmm. <laughs> but they can they can be bothered to come up with all these new packaging to make sure that target gets all these fancy fancy versions of these figures to try to get people to buy two of the figure because it's easier to recoup money by having you buy two of the same figure in slightly different packaging than it is to just fix the figure in the first place or release more figures that fans actually want stuff like that like it's just i don't know to me ultimately it just feels really really lazy and i know i know there are going to be people out there who buy two of these two of everything and i feel bad for them because i if it's if it's a compulsory thing i feel really bad for them but i also just feel bad in the sense that like uh, it's just such a huge waste of money and it's just one of those things that really just it hits that little itch in the back of your brain where you're like I know there's nothing different about this, but it is different. So I'm going to get it. And, and that just, that just bugs the crap out of me. And so I, I personally decided that like, I'm going to buy just the spectrum version of everything just cause I like the packaging, but, and, 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 you know, I like target targets fine. Targets cool. <laughs> but, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's just a really, just a scummy tactic all around. So you're just buying the spectrum and not the regular correct oh i see okay 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 yes <sighs> so i usually pre-order a bunch of places just like all right well you know wh- whoever ships first cool and then i'll cancel all the other places cool so target was one of the places that shipped first right so i'm like okay cool like all right so i'm just gonna get the regular stuff cool 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 Little did I know that they shipped Spectrum series. Mm-hmm. So I have a Spectrum series because I only ordered, I the others didn't come yet, but I ordered all of the two packs, and which are being shipped now. And um, I just ordered the Green Ranger and Putty. I didn't bother to order um, Connor because I was just like, well, I'll get Connor like for five bucks later on it's fine like i'm not <laughs> ordering him now um so i'm like okay cool like you know i'll just you know whatever and then i'm just like oh snap it's spectrum so i guess all the target ones that are being shipped if you ordered online they'll be packing spectrum series which i'm i mean i wasn't going to buy spectrum that like i'm the total opposite i was not gonna buy spectrum series at all i was just gonna stick to the regular ones and call it a day um, but now since they, they're here, I'm like, well, I'm not going to take it back. So, <laughs> so yeah. I'll just wait for the regular ones to come and then, um, you know, or like cancel one. I don't know. Like I, I, I haven't decided on what I'm going to do with the other ones yet because, uh, I haven't decided and Hasbro is not shipping anything until <laughs> they're like the last ones to yeah. ship. So I, I think that another big thing for me is that like, I just wanted to match you know, like, I don't want to get like two regulars in a line and then two spectrums or anything like whichever one I want, I want to commit to and have them all be that. 
I see. That's, so, that's and, a big and, thing. and for me, that's the thing. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to have some random black box sticking out like a sore thumb. So let me just stick to all the regulars and call it a day. They all match. They're all even and cool. But then Spectrum just plopped into my face. I'm like, okay, I didn't have to go to a store to get it. So, you know. Yeah, because like a month or so ago was when these was when the regular versions first started showing up in Target. Like people were finding the regular ones um, and then they've slowly trickled into Walmart as well. And now within the last couple weeks, the spectrums, you know, first of the regular line showed up and then now all of the two packs and monsters. So I guess now that we're getting to the actual release date, they're starting to ship the spectrums. Yeah. So the release date for these December 1st. Okay. Yes. Uh, and it is not December first because I have them in my house. So, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so this like this whole shipping with the Lightning Collection has been hard on the wallet because all yeah. of these things are coming way earlier than expected, and I was not expecting for it to come so soon. So I've had to make some cancellations. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna cancel this, cancel this over here, cancel, 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 because because this is hard. In fact, on my on the on my Instagram, I was just like, "Am I gonna have to like actually start selling a bunch of my collection because I'm also like losing room in my house? Like, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know where to put them. I'm losing space. It's a problem. So mm-hmm. I never really was a hardcore toy collector." Because when I watched the show when I was a kid, I wasn't really into the toys like that. I was just like, this is a cool television show. That's it. I'm, I'm good on that. Now I'm like, I want to collect the toys. I want to relive my childhood. I'm just like, oh, this is why I don't collect the toys. They ain't got no space. I don't got no space. I don't got no big old house. So <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. So yeah, I don't know, uh... man. I don't know. Like the way in which that they handled all of this, though, is really messy and really unorganized and i'm i i'm not really here for it so uh, i i don't know i don't know you guys honestly to be truthful i i wouldn't even i wouldn't even um encourage people to go buy the spectrum series because of how much of a cash grab it does feel like like honestly like if you truly want spec like if you're like a jer who only wants spectrum series and you like it and it's good for you, cool. You do you. Me here, me one, I uh-uh. I'm not I I'm not like I'm not gonna go out and buy more. It just so happened that they're on the way and I'm just like, well, they're here. But like if they're gonna do more of these spectrum series, I'm not doing it. I'm not. It's uh, not yeah. worth it for me. I I think the the big thing is to show them that releasing figures in two different ways isn't going to double their profits. You know, like if they still sell about the same amount of figures, it doesn't matter if it's basic or spectrum, they're still getting the message that fans just want the figures as is. They just want the figures. They don't care what box it's in. Mm-hmm. And that would be the import- most important message to send them to them. Because if they, they start selling like, you know, close to double as much because you have all these fans out here that want to buy both versions, then it's like, Oh, that will that is what will encourage them to keep this sort of keep stuff going. Doing this mess, exactly. And the yeah. nerve, the nerve of them to be like, the art is different. Everything else in there is still the same. I'm like, 
I'm kind of thankful for that though, because I would be mad if I had to buy two separate sets to get like all the different accessories that came with it. So I, I think mean, right now it's like, all right, it's your it's your toy version of a variant cover. It's fine. If you need both, that's fine. <laughs> and good for you. I just need the one version and I'm happy because I'm not a box collector at all. So yeah. I'm good with that. See, I would like it if they put a, an extra accessory in it, something that's like not necessary. Uh. But it's something that's a fun bonus. They're, they're all necessary. Right. No. You know, you like put, a, put anything in there as a fun bonus. I don't really care what it is as long as it makes sense. Or we can take away some of those explosion effects. Like, that would be nice. If it was something, you know, meaningful. Yeah, make the Spectrum series the bargain series where you get rid of all the special effects but only <laughs> charge 15 bucks. There you go. Do that. Wait, you want them to ask for less money? Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. I don't need a putty that can throw a fireball. They never <laughs> threw fireballs. Oh my gosh. I yeah, it just the Spectrum series, when I saw it in a two-pack, that angered me. It really did anger me. It mm-hmm. angered me. I'm just like, are y'all for real though? Are y'all for and real? And it does suck because like like to me, like unequivocally the Spectrum series looks better. Like, it just does. It looks nicer. And I'm just like, dang it. Stop looking so nice. <laughs> like, be ugly. So I don't want you. I, I, I don't agree. I do like the originals better. Uh, I, I do like the cleaner look. I'm just, I mean, I'm just like, what are all these diagonal lines for? Like, ooh. <laughs> I, Look, I, I diagonal it, it, lines. Ooh, like it doesn't. I, I, yeah, I think it depends. Cause like I think King Sphinx and Pumpkin Rapper, like give or take, eh, nah, probably mm. better as as regulars. But like some of these, like I love the profiles on some of these. Oh well, yes, well yes. I mean, like Connor. Look, Connor looks amazing in Spectrum series. Connor is perfect for Spectrum series. The the red on the black that looks nice. I see. I see. But yeah but i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not i am not doing it they made they made it easy for me too i'm just like i am Mm -hmm. out i am not going to give you more money for for nonsense i'm not i'm not doing it so spectrum series you you gotta have that you gotta have that and i'm gonna need and the thing is too if you go on um gamestop's website they're not they're not selling two packs anymore like they've restocked on the lost galaxy um psycho red situation they've restocked mm-hmm. on there and for full price <laughs> of course full price but other two packs they are not selling anymore so they are selling less power ranger items i think they're just sticking with the singles you know what i mean and pardon me and um so you gotta you gotta think about how some of these exclusives or how some of the the channels to which toys are being funneled like okay well are you gonna buy from there are you gonna buy from here you can get this exclusive or whatever speak with your money people don't let these don't let these companies rule you and think that you have to buy everything speak with your money if it's a whole hot mess, don't buy it. By the way, I'm I'm actually kind of amazed that Target is even selling the monsters and the two packs in store because 
we've talked about this before. Power Rangers does not get a lot of shelf space. And they definitely don't get a lot of shelf space for the Lightning Collection. Like these are these boxes take up quite a bit of room. Like I, I'm I'm actually genuinely surprised. Like I thought they would be online only for Target. Because they just, you know, like they get like here's two pegs for basic figures for the current series, here's one figure for the lightning collection, here's one or two spots for Zords, and that's about it in a well, lot of these stores. I guess maybe they're trying to give um give it a go again for the um Christmas season. Maybe, know? yeah. I, j- I mean, I'm just surprised they're getting a lot of space. I mean, granted, there's no new toys for Beast Morphers, so maybe they can. Mm. But, but like, yeah, but and uh, you go in places like, like Walmart, like all their Beast Morphers stuff is like clearanced out and mm-hmm. like whatever. We don't care. We're not even going to put it on hooks. We're just going to throw it on the shelf. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's bad. It's real bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, all the basic figures are like five something. They've been, yeah, marked down quite a bit. So, so yeah. So, I, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, okay? Uh, I am a fan of the Lightning Collection for the most part. Spectrum series can go F themselves. I'm just, that's me. That is me and mm-hmm. my personal opinion. Others might find, mothers may feel differently. I feel However. it's a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to buy mul- if you want to buy multiple putties, that's okay. Everything else, no. Yes, because everybody likes putties. Yes, just... we need an army. But the putty, man, they cost the same as a range. I just, I can't. Well, see, it's a that's lot. well, and and that's why I'm saying, like, on the on the Hasbro Pulse website, you, they restocked the two pack of the regular putty they for did. thirty dollars. Um, I still think that Z Putty is going to get a two pack release. I really do. Really? That's why I'm buying one now and I'm not going to buy 900 of them. Even though he's the short packed one per wave, whatever figure, I'm getting one and then I'm waiting for Hasbro to Pulse to put him up because I feel like it's just got to happen. Like it's an, it's something that you barely have to alter to put two of in a package. Why wouldn't you do it? And people would want two of them. The fact that he sells out on the Hasbro Pulse website tells you that. It's the easiest way for them to make more money right now. Well, besides, so... you know, Elder Pack, Elder Packaging. <laughs> but but there are a lot of restocks. There are a lot of restocks happening, um, including a lot from the first wave of Lightning Collection. So, you know, all those people who are like, oh no, I missed out on... Nope. You can... You too can... Get yourself. I think I saw restocks on. Well, not only White Ranger color because that's in two waves. Um, but like Lord said was getting a restock, and um, Billy Billy's also getting a restock. Okay. Um, there was one other that I saw. Uh oh, and um, Ranger Slayer, Ranger Slayer. Yes. Um, is already in stock in some places, so that you can you know you can actually purchase now. So, yeah, like I. Like there, there is a fever for the lightning collection, and I'm glad. However, I want them to focus on making the lightning collection items actually better, and not yes. on gimmicks. Yes. Okay. Actually, paint your figures. Actually, you. paint your figures. <laughs> that would be helpful don't need altered versions of art if i want altered versions of art just give me a book give me a poster call it a day like i don't uh, girl bye 
And that's the thing is like we we'll, we will buy figures that are slightly that are only slightly different than other figures if they're from the show. Like we we'll, like we said, we buy all the psychos, we buy all the A squads. You don't have to do much work on any of those. But we'll but as long as they look good, that's all you really need to do. Like you don't have to even do much work on them. But we'll buy them. We will because they're from the show and they don't feel gimmicky and they're actually part. You know, they're they're a part of the fabric of Power Rangers, so we want them. Like just just focus on that. Dragon Shield Kimberly, make it happen. It's in the comics. So even that, even that, we'll buy. Because it's in the comics, bro. But come on, man. There's a way in which you can go and make your money and not have to remold new items. (laughs) Have things that are already existing that are already part of different canons. Do that. I would... I would buy Dragon Shield Kimberly as long as you, you know, fixed her face. <laughs> yeah, just put a shield on her, fix her face, you're good to go. Right? Yeah, fix her face. If you can give me I mean, five billion. Face, yeah, I would buy two to replace the first one. Yeah. So. Boom. <laughs> well, she doesn't look like a crazy, crazy Joker skeleton. I'm okay with it. Like if Zach can get to. Well, look at what they said to Zach. They ain't doing yeah. They mad at his hair. <laughs> and it says they mad they are mad i don't understand like it's like like if you're not tommy you can't get it right it's literally like they put poor walter's head scope into the microwave melted <laughs> it and was like all right here you go <laughs> yeah that was you can always go for lost right episode walter jones appearance <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> that was the charm 